Al-Bayan Radio presents The Life of Prophet Muhammad, Peace Be Upon Him Presented by Nidal Ayyubi Bismillahirrahmanirrahim Alhamdulillahi Rabbil Alameen Salatu wassalamu ala nabiyyina Muhammad Wa ala alihi wa sahbihi wa sallam We continue our lessons on the seerah of the Prophet Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam where we are currently discussing the da'wah in Mecca. And now we'd like to speak about how he started to invite everyone. So the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, in the next stage of the da'wah, he invited everyone he came across, regardless of their tribal affiliations. So during this stage, the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam would go to the people in their gatherings and he took special advantage, which we'll discuss of the Hajj season. Because people would come from all around Arabia, the various tribes would come to Mecca for the yearly pilgrimage. Now during this stage, the Prophet ﷺ, he invited the free person and the slave, the strong and the weak, the rich, the poor, and so on. So this was more of a comprehensive da'wah, comprehensive preaching we can say. And this began with the revelation where Allah says, Subhanahu wa ta'ala, فَاسْدَعْ بِمَا تُؤْمَرْ وَأَعْلِدْ عَنِ الْمُشْرِكِينَ then declare, proclaim what you are commanded and turn away from the mushrikeen. Anyone who associates or persists in association of others with Allah, associates partners with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So he started calling. There's no record of the immediate reaction or opposition we can say, except the opposition of Abu Lahab, which you all know and we've spoken about. We've spoken about his negative and harsh response and Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala speaks about him and his wife in Surah Al-Lahab and in, in the future lessons we'll speak about some reports about what his wife used to do to the Prophet wasallam. But for the most part, most people still disbelieved early on. And some of them started to mock and even harm Muslims, while others plotted against Islam and the Muslims. And we're going to speak about some of the tactics or some of the things that was done to the Muslims in, in, in a lesson by itself, especially those early Muslims who were punished. But not everything was negative. Now everyone started to hear about Islam. So Islam was spreading. Not many people embraced it, but it was spreading in the early days. But now everyone was talking about it in the gatherings, in their homes. So this was like the first step we can say. Now the Prophet ﷺ, he remained firm in his mission, inviting all people to Islam. He would recite the words of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to the people. So we have to always remember that, that we call to the book of Allah. Now we know there's a place for it, but some people always start with trying to find contradictions in the other person's religion, uh, comparative religion and, and so on and so forth. And these videos become popular of many du'a, barakallahu fihum, in, in doing that. But we have the Qur'an. So first and foremost, we should recite to people the Qur'an, which invites them to Allah and speaks to them about the oneness of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, the tawheed of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So generally the Prophet what would he say to the people? What would he call them to? So my people, worship Allah to the worship of Allah alone subhanahu wa ta'ala. Worship Allah without any partners or intermediaries. For none is your God except Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So he also it's mentioned that he began to pray in public, offering prayers in the courtyard surrounding the Kaaba. So the Prophet the da'wah, his da'wah was gradually gaining ground and many people started to come into Islam. And what happened? A gap started widening between the believers and the non-believers, even in the same house. 
And this is going to start causing dramas and problems. And this is what happened. This increased hostility and the enmity that Quraysh had towards the Muslims. Because the Quraysh, the pagan kuffar of Mecca, they found it unforgivable that these new Muslims would choose Islam over what? Over family, tribe, and culture. They deemed all these things like sacred. So their response to the da'wah now, they responded in various ways. Some reports mentioned that he went to Abu Talib and said, do something about your nephew. And we'll, we'll mention some of these reports later on. Do something about your nephew. Look what he is doing. So Abu Talib was like the protector of the Prophet Sallallahu And he was like the, the chief of the tribe of the Prophet Sallallahu And he was a very respected figure. Now, even though he didn't accept Islam, he supported the Prophet Sallallahu And that's why no one would dare harm the Prophet Sallallahu because of Abu Talib. And all by the will permission of Allah, obviously. Allah is the protector. So Abu Talib, they knew he would support the Prophet Sallallahu even if it came to war. Even though he wasn't a Muslim. They knew if they harmed him, the tribe of the Prophet would fight them even if men go into war. They used other tactics like negotiation, trying to get the Muslims to compromise, um, such as some of the reports mentioning that they tried to offer the Prophet some things if he would give up some things from the religion. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, as we know, he revealed surah like Surah Al-Kafirun, discussing and rejecting the proposal of the Kuffar. One report mentions that one of the Quraysh chiefs, his name was Utba bin Rabi'ah or Abu Walid. He offered the Prophet وسلم, as much wealth as he desired. He said, Oh my nephew, you are from noble lineage amongst us. By bringing a new religion, you have enraged us, abused our forefathers and created strife amongst us. So listen to my proposals and hopefully accept one of them. It's going to offer some, some, some offers now, which they thought would be almost impossible to not accept. And we see this today, sadly, many people selling their religion when they're given something from this world, something from the dunya. As Muslims, we will get tested. Prophet ﷺ said, speak Abu Walid, I am listening. He said, nephew, if you are doing all this with a view of getting wealth, of getting rich, in other words, we will join together to give you greater riches than any man of Quraysh. So we'll give you more than any, any man of Quraysh has ever possessed. We can make you our chief if that is what you have in mind. You want leadership? You can be our chief. If you're under the power of evil spirits, you are possessed and you're unable to shake this off, we will bring you the most skillful physician to cure you. Now the Prophet ﷺ, he let him speak and he said to him, have you finished? Now Utbah, what did he say? I have finished. The Prophet ﷺ then said to him, now listen to me. And it's mentioned that he recited the opening verses of Surah Al-Fussilat. Hamim, Tanzino Mina Rahman Rahim, Kitabun Fusilat Ayatuhu, Kuran and Arabia, Likomin Yalamun, Bashir and Wanadir, Fa'ara the Akfarum, Fahum Layas Mahon. Beautiful ayat, powerful verses. Hamim is a revelation from Allah, the most gracious, the most merciful. A book, the verses of which are made clear in the form of an Arabic Quran for people who have knowledge, giving good news and warning, yet most of them turn away, and so they do not hear. Now, Utbah returned to his friends, to his fellow tribesmen from Quraysh, and he told them what he had heard from the Prophet And they saw from him that he had changed. The look in his face had changed. Why did he change, my dear brothers? Because the powerful words of the Quran. They understood the Quran. The Quraysh, the Arabs, of Mecca were strong in Arabic. They knew what the Prophet ﷺ was reciting. 
So he said to them about the talk he had with the Prophet Have you heard the Quran? And he said, I have never heard words similar to those which Muhammad recited. They are neither poetry, nor witchcraft, nor part of Sufi. He said, people of Quraysh, he's telling Quraysh now, take my advice. Listen to me, in other words. And grant the man, meaning Muhammad Wasallam, full freedom to pursue his goals. Let him be. I swear that his words bear a supreme message. Should the other Arabs get rid of him for you, then they will spare you the trouble. On the other hand, if he gains power over the Arabs, you will enjoy kingship and share with him in his might. But these words fell on deaf ears and it did not appeal to any of them. His friends then started, his fellow tribesmen started to make fun of Utbah and said that the Prophet ﷺ has affected him with his magic, has bewitched him, has affected him with magic. This program was presented by Al Bayan Radio, the voice of Ahl Sunnah wal Jama'ah.